One time in the ER, somebody called me Kiwi. I said, you know, I know it's a hard name, but I'm looking at my badge. I'm thinking, where do you see that? Maybe he's just hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast Junkies, episode 140. I am live at Podcast Movement, but this is recorded, so I don't know why I said I'm live. I'm in my hotel room recording this intro because there's so much stuff going on that I haven't had a chance to record it earlier, but I wanted to make sure we get this episode out the door. It's a great conversation with Kwesi Hankins, aka Podcast Junkies Superfan. In case you missed last week's episode, it was with Rob Greenlee, our return guest, and those are far and few in between. And we had a great conversation leading up to this event, to Podcast Movement. It's an amazing time here. Uh, by the way, if you guys haven't been, please, please, please make it an effort to come here. This is one of my favorite, favorite times of the year. Uh, next year is going to be in Philadelphia. So if you're on the East Coast and that was holding you back from coming all the way across the country, then uh, no excuses. So Kwesi is great because he was connected through a previous guest as well, uh, Chris Cerrone. He's the, he's doing a meetup in Las Vegas and Kwesi attends it. And uh, he found out about Podcast Junkie, started listening and just became a rabbit fan. And he's just been engaged from the beginning, and always commenting on episodes, uh, tweeting about it, and watching my Facebook lives. And we just had a great conversation. He's got a fantastic network called Pod Wabbit. We talk about the origins of the network and, of course, the name. Uh, we chat a little bit about his just his overall his passion, how he came up with the name for the Pajama Dialogues. Listen in for that. Um, what what uh, his background is in terms of his full time gig and stories from the ER which are really interesting. We talk about uh, how some of these other podcasts have influenced him and this idea of buffet of podcasts. And then we, you know, get into a little bit about uh, my favorite questions, which are the misunderstood thing about him and something he's changed his mind about. And we get some interesting answers from him. So stay tuned to the end of the episode. This episode is brought to you by Podbean. Great hosting features both for companies and for individuals so make sure you get a chance to uh, check them out the the offer still stands i've mentioned it before if you use podbean to set up your account uh, reach out to me you'll get a half hour of free consulting from me to walk you through anything related to the launch of your show i had a great chance to catch up with shannon jennifer and vernon from the podbean team here at the booth at podcast movement They've got uh, some interesting things going on as well. They now allow dynamic advertising on the shows. So they're always looking for ways to innovate. The The team is, is rock solid, and I, I couldn't be happier about my relationship with them. And I'm, I'm glad to see that they continue to look for ways to innovate and add more value. Again, unlimited plans for uh, $9, so you can get started right away. And uh, you'll you'll be happy to know that you're going to be in really good hands with them. So I couldn't recommend them highly enough, Podbean, for your hosting needs. So let's jump into our conversation with Kwesi. All right, Kwesi Hankins, thank you so much for joining me on Podcast Junkies. Thanks, Harry. This is an honor. I feel like I'm on the uh, Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. So <laughs> I've been waiting for this for a while, and thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Uh well, it's an honor for you to say that, knowing that uh, my parents grew up watching that, and it was just must-watch TV uh, <laughs> every evening. Uh, and, and there's very few 
TV shows, there's very few moments like that, I think, anymore, that there's no gathering around the TV moments with family that in, in, in recent memory. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I just had a conversation with uh, my aunt, and uh, I, I'm big, big in the podcast, and she is. And one of the questions I asked her, I said, well, do you watch TV anymore? I mean, or who does that? So that's kind of interesting. She, she brought up a good point that you know, back then TV went off at midnight. And I totally forgot about that. Yeah. You know, now it's 24 seven. So it's just amazing how much has changed. So where, where's home for you? Home currently is in Vegas. Uh, we've been here eight years, uh, originally born in Ohio, uh, Dayton, Ohio, and kind of been traveling around a lot. We moved out here. My wife's sister moved here a year before we did. Like I said, been here about eight years and, we were living in Colorado at the time. I was traveling for work, and you know, there weren't really a lot of family out in Colorado. And I asked my my sister how she liked Vegas because you know all you thought of being hot and you know no no nothing to do, and they loved it. So we moved out here to be with family. Uh, oddly enough, her folks moved out here. I want to say four years ago, maybe they lived in Illinois for like forty some years. So we've got family out here. And she's not, my wife's not a big fan of the climate. She likes the, the four seasons, but I absolutely love it. I, I, I do not miss the cold. I don't miss the humidity. I, I, I give me the 110 any day for, for heat. So yeah, this is, this is where home is. Well, from the banners you've got hanging up, it, it <laughs> seems that you're pretty familiar with the Chicago cold. Yeah, actually, I lived there in from 95 through about 99 and it's interesting. I think you and I have talked in the past about our uh, love for electronic music. And I also was a huge fan of house music. And it was in Chicago. I used to go to clubs all the time. Uh, I was at Crowbar. Uh, one of my favorites was Kaboom. Every mm. Thursday night would go there. Uh, Bad Boy Bill first heard him there in Chicago. Uh, oh, yeah. Bought a couple of, you know, back when CDs were the thing. And uh, I had a blast. I mean, I was single at the time and met my wife, uh, who's from you know central Illinois. And but my four years there, I worked in the ER as a nurse and and just had a had a blast. So yeah, I still follow the Bears and uh, the Bulls. Uh, like I said, from Ohio, so I follow the Red. So yeah, I mean it's 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 uh, fond memories, but I I don't miss the cold. <laughs> I don't miss it. Yeah, as as you know, uh, we're in Los Angeles now. I've been here for mm -hmm. about three and a half years, and I I thought I would miss winter more, but. You know, like you said, I I think once you get used to the palm trees and and being in your flip flops and and shorts yeah. for, for most of the year, and and when it gets to sixty, you're like, ooh, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Or you know, being able to pump gas in January in your shorts, and you know, it's like, uh, no, no, thank you. So, uh, no, no regrets moving out here. And uh, we moved around for so long that uh, yeah, and plus as you get older, we're in our mid forties, it's time to kind of settle down. Yeah. I've got a really good friend out there, uh, Chris Sorone. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know him? It's funny. Oh, yeah. It's funny you mention him because I believe that is how I found your show. Matter okay. of fact, as we record this, uh, there's a Las Vegas podcasters meetup tonight. Really? And Chris and Lacey run that. Yeah. And Yeah. And I think it was January of this year, 2017, uh, I've been meaning to go to a meetup group because I was looking to network with other podcasters here in Vegas. I mean, there's got to be other people besides me because, you know, you, you're in the Facebook groups and, and people say, where are you from? And I really saw anybody from Vegas. I'm like, wait a minute. I know we're not a huge town, but we're not tiny. And I did some searching and I found their group. 
but I just kind of put it off for whatever reason. And finally in January I went and they were, I think I went to the, well, basically, or, um, he kind of gives a, a little introductory speech about their past and he gave it. So I went on Google and if you search his name and Lacey's name, your show comes up their interview. Yeah. So I listened to them. Actually, I think you did one just with him and then yeah. you had Lacey back on. So I listened to them or listened to your show. And then that's kind of where I, I kind of went down this, this wonderful rabbit hole of listening to your other shows. I'm like, and I can get into that later. But anyway, uh, I went back to the meetup and this was maybe two or three months ago, and I mentioned your show, and Chris is like, "Oh yeah, we're good friends with Harry." I'm like, yeah, and he says, "Did you?" And Lisa, "Did you hear the one with me?" Like, well, I kind of sucked. I'm like, "No, you were great." So, I mean, it was kind of cool. That's how I was introduced to your show was through him. So uh, they they run a great meetup every every month, and uh, they're they're really cool folks. Funny enough, the way things work out, today's Chris's birthday. Oh really? Yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. So maybe we need to uh, embarrass him. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I sent him a text already. But are you going to try to make it to the meetup tonight? Oh yeah, they. Uh, it's at uh, six p.m. Uh, six thirty Eastern or Pacific time. So yeah, I'll definitely head there. I, I try and go every, every off. Matter of fact, they have a cool little project where they just created a podcast, and he's been or they've been basically. We have people that come that have either done them or have never done them, mm-hmm. and he kind of they're walking them through their steps. So we actually published iTunes last month, and uh, it's it's very laid back. Um, I, I just love his energy and, and, and the way they feed off each other. I mean, they're, they're, they're really cool. So yeah, I'm definitely going this evening. Yeah. Now, that you, my... now that you mentioned, I think there was one time I called in for like a, a Skype presentation on something. I talked a little uh-huh. bit about podcast junkies and then he did mention something about a fan being of, of podcast junkies being at the meetup. So I, yeah. it's all coming back to me now. So it's interesting yeah, uh, the way all the, uh, the little pieces work together, but he's, he has a special place in my heart because when I first got started, I put out my episode one and he listened to it. It was with Chase Reeves uh-huh. and um, he just like, I love the vibe. I love the, the casual conversation. I think you're doing something really good. And then he ended up being uh, number nine. And we and that was one of my longest, most casual conversations. Mm-hmm. And it sort of like set the stage for, for what these were going to be. Um, the first couple, as you probably know, I, I've mentioned it several times on the show, were strictly adhering to the que- question format. and. Uh, I realize that that's not me, and it's mm-hmm. just more casual to have a, a, a relaxing conversation and, and let the listener feel like they're just sitting there in that third chair. Yeah, and and that's where it, it's funny you say that because when I started doing podcasting back in November two thousand five or fifteen, like all of us, we went to have that interview show, and I was going to do a little spin on it where I'd say I'm going to have an interview and a conversation, and I'm going to call it an intersation. I want to kind of be different, and it, it sounded great on paper. And I did three uh, interviews, and the guests were great, great content, but I sucked. <laughs> I, I, I basically had a Word document on the screen, and I, I'm, I'm focused on those. Okay, next question is this. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to the guests, and I stopped. And it wasn't until I ran into your show and the way you were talking to folks. And, and I think the, the first thing that, that really struck me was – is there was no editing. I mean, I'm, there was one where you talked to somebody, I, you said, um, or they actually the doorbell rang, and there's like a, the FedEx guy's coming. I'm thinking, okay, I'm taught in the, when I say old school, I'm thinking like the people that say you got to edit out stuff. You're like, no, just go ahead and you let it run. I'm like, wow, you can do that? Because I'm used to everything's got to be perfect. You got to cut stuff out. So that to me was kind of validation. I'm like, oh, I, I don't have to be so serious. Uh, and then the no filters. 
I mean, I know everybody has different thoughts on swearing and everything, but uh, I've seen conversations where people say, well, you know, you don't want to do that. iTunes makes everything explicit. Well, yada, yada, yada. But the fact that you could just have a conversation and whatever people said, you just went and it would just seem very relaxed. So I basically binge listened to as much as I could with, with several guests. I love the the hashtag thing you do, the yeah. retention hashtag. I think, as a matter of fact, I, I, I contacted you. Uh, so basically, I uh, reformatted the show. And actually, this week, I'm going to release the first episode where I spoke with my aunt and change the name of the show. Um, you do, like, I think, two questions at the end. I'm actually going to take uh, 13 questions and let the guests pick two. It's kind of mm. like icebreakers. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of get their... You know, especially folks that haven't done it before, because you, you find a lot of people that, you know, you're so used to typing on social media that they've never done this. So you want to kind of make them feel comfortable. And the whole basic concept is, is I don't have any questions anymore. You know, I, I kind of know a little bit about them, but I just let them, you know, guide the conversation. So uh, your show has been very instrumental. And that's why I'm so excited to be on, because I'm like, wow, I get to talk to Harry. This is cool. I mean, so and I, and I say with all sincerity that uh, it's been very helpful and I'm, I'm learning. I'm not going to be perfect. As a matter of fact, I made a mistake with my first one where twice I asked the question. She's like, now, Quasi, if you had paid attention, you would have known. Like, oh, crap. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I've got a lot to learn, and, and uh, I'm excited about the new format. And uh, I just want to say thank you, you know, for, for what you've done with the show. And I know a lot of people have said, you know, positive things. But to hear how you started out and that, that that's, that's pretty cool. Well, thank you for that. I, I really appreciate that. I don't take... Uh, comments like that lightly. Um, I've been doing this for slightly over three years, and I still at times feel like a beginner. And but I do realize that I do have something um, to share in terms of experience, even if it's just that. Even if it's just, hey, I've done 130 plus. I've done, been doing it for three years. I've learned some things, and you know, feel free to you know copy what works and to make sure you don't do the same things, the same yeah. mistakes that I did. Uh, <laughs> but I, at the end of the day, we're all still learning. I still religiously listen to the feed every two weeks Lipson's podcast to find out what's mm -hmm. going on like how to promote it better i'm watching what everyone else is doing and as a result of that i've been able to build a business out of it which is a, a really strong positive i left my 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 job my nine to five job uh, mm -hmm. over a year and a half ago and it, and it wouldn't happen if i hadn't had the experience learning all this stuff about podcasting and so i thought what i thought was interesting about what you were saying is that um you have your network, Podwabbit. Mm -hmm, correct. So, so there's a couple of things. I want to talk about the network and I want to talk about the name. So, sure. So the easiest one, I don't know, it might be the easiest one, but let's start with the name first. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I have to give you a little background on the name. So my first name is Quasi, and I mentioned I worked as a nurse in the ER. My first gig, I graduated in 93, and I was went to school in Ohio, and there was a hospital in Indiana uh, just across the, the state line that hired me as a new grad. One of the ER doctors, basically, when he saw my name, he's like, oh, you're like the Quasi Webbit, huh? He's like, Quasi Webbit, uh, uh, and that's where it kind of stuck. And I actually, when I moved to Chicago, I got a tattoo on my shoulder, the, the Crazy Webbit, but I, I spelled it K-R-A-Z-Y. Now, this is back in 95. I had no clue about podcasting, nothing. Mm -hmm. But so the, so the Webbit came from that, so that's why you get the Quasi Webbit. Now, the Pod Webbit Network how I came up with that name, I was trying to think of something that, and I guess I need to go back to why I did this. I'm, I'm a, was a big face bonker, you know, big on social media. I mean, I was, even before Facebook, MySpace, AOL, I mean, I'll, 
sadly, I was really into those things. Uh, but when Facebook came on the scene, I was just on there all the time, I mean, doing the stereotypical stuff, posting pictures and selfies, and you thought it was cool and everything. But I would say in the last couple of years, I, I really there's two reasons I got into podcasting because of that is the fact that I would say something and it would get lost in what I would call the scrolling sea. People just keep scrolling and, and just lost. And then mm-hmm. you couldn't really find things that you either posted or the people posted. The, the archive process kind of bugged me. So then when I got into podcasting, I'm like, okay, I got to come up with kind of a, a name. You know, and I'm listening to all the people. You got to have your website and all that stuff. And I wanted to do kind of a network, but not in the conventional terms, you know, where I'm having, I mean, I thought I would maybe get other people to get into this, this profession in terms of podcasting, but I didn't really get the feedback. So I thought, okay, I love, or I have different ideas I want to express. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into one show. I love sports and that was really my first thing, but I also want to do something tech related. I want to do something politics related. Uh, just uh, also, I, I had I, I like to rant online sometimes. I mean, not like yelling, but I wanted to have something for that. So I thought, okay, well, I'll just have a couple shows. And I got validation. I, I don't know if you know the name Jim Collison. He actually has a kind of a network show where he does several shows. And he actually, I think he found me on Facebook and, and did a Skype with me and, and basically said, hey, if you want to call it a network, do it. So the name basically, Pod Podcasting, take Wabbit and combine it. That's where I came up with Pod Wabbit and then just a network. So that's kind of how that uh, was born. But it seems like you really jumped into this with, uh, you know, head first because the site looks great. And I'm wondering if, if that's a testament to like your background in tech or web design or just an eye for organizing it because everything seems pretty clear. And I'm wondering if you could walk us just briefly through what the shows are and if you'd consider like one as the anchor show. Yeah, yeah. So um, my background is kind of in computers unofficially. My dad had his own consulting company back in the 80s. Even though I worked as a nurse, I always – and I actually got into uh, EMR type stuff where we went to hospitals and installed electronic charging systems. But I've dabbled enough in tech where I know enough to be dangerous. And WordPress, to me, based on a lot a lot of hard hours of researching, a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of trial and error, and even putting it on your, your personal computer and testing stuff – Jim Collison really helped me in terms of this layout because he uses the same theme, uh, so that kind of helped me there. Uh, and it's basically, uh, in terms of a, a staple show, I would say the Sports Chop Block. That's our kind of our bread and butter, so to speak, where we get the most listens. Uh, and all the other ones are just something that you know, they, they kind of speak to interest that I have. So um, I, I've been trying to think, do I need to do something different to make it you know look okay? But I haven't had too much negative feedback. It's not perfect. But uh, it's some place to call home to, to send people to. And so, is every single show that's on the network? They're all your shows, or are you started to bring in other hosts? Well, right now I co-host with uh, two people on the Sports Shop Block. So it's myself, a gentleman who lives in Florida, uh, another guy in Ohio. They were high school uh, friends. So that's a show we do. We try and do it on a weekly basis, but you know, sometimes life gets in the way, and uh, sometimes we slip on that. The other ones are all mine. Um, I've had people on, whether they're, you know, do interviews and guests, uh, the pajama dialogues is the new podcast. It's going to be taken over the pod shop. That was the interview show. Uh, so that's where I'll be interviewing guests. Um, the intentional grounding, the story behind that was that actually was one of the original podcasts that I did. A gentleman actually, uh, allowed me to come on his network and do my own podcast. And, and I created that name. He let me keep it. 
And then the if-then rant, that used to be called something TSQ Cuts. And that was my very first podcast, and I was one of those cheap guys that – it was funny because you, know, you hear the people talking today, well, how can I do stuff for free? And I was that guy. And I was like, I'm going to show them that I can do YouTube and I can do FeedBurner and I don't have to pay for anything. I mean, I even tried to get domains for free. I mean, I was being really cheap because I'm going to show that. I, I think I had this back when I was in high school. People said, well, you can't take this honors history class. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to show them. Well, come to find out that that didn't work. But anyway, the TSU cuts, used to, it stood for the shank and quick cutting unfiltered takes. And I like to play on words and mix things together. The problem was it was hard for people to find it. So it was kind of a rebranding. So that was the initial. Then I do a live podcast, The Bear Reaction. Uh, that's more of a seasonal podcast. So when the season is in, after every football game, uh, I'll go live and uh, do that on YouTube. So we do have one show. So all these are mine. Uh, there's eight that are, when I say active, it doesn't mean that they're done on a regular, consistent basis. I'm doing work with them. Uh, and I actually have some other ones that I'm kind of... <laughs> Wow. working on so yeah i'm a bit of a glutton for punishment a bit of an addict and it's funny you mentioned addict uh, back to chris our first meetup this is kind of a funny story uh, we were going around the room introducing ourselves and because they had some new faces and they got to me and i mentioned my name my show i said yeah i'm a bit of an addict and i went on with my story and i was saying like addict to podcast so after the show chris comes to me and goes man he goes i i really have to admire you the fact that you know you're an addict like was it drugs i'm like <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I'm like podcast ad. He goes, oh, oh, it's like yeah, I thought it was really cool. So it was kind of funny that he's. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I mean, it's it seems pretty intense. I mean, any podcaster knows that one podcast is more than enough to mm -hmm. you know to keep us busy, and yet you've decided to take on I don't know how much time, and maybe you could walk us through like how much time sure. each one of those takes, and and what type of production process you have so that you don't lose your mind as you get as you keep all of these in line yeah fortunately i've not lost my mind um it's interesting when i started doing this i was working from home and some things changed had a layoff i had to go back into working outside the home you know working as a nurse that took away some time from podcasting uh, and also a little bit of a, a tangent here it, it affected a lot of other things. Actually, I've been a very happy person, and this actually kind of got me depressed in some, some various ways, but it took away from my time, and that was frustrating. So I left that job because there were other things that were going on in my life, and it took away from my podcasting, and, and that really kind of hurt. I mean, I, I love this. I mean, it's – yeah, I'm not doing everything. What do I say? You have to be consistent, do weekly or however you say. Mm -hmm. But in terms of how long it takes – you know, I would say we try and record about an hour for the sports podcast. Sometimes it goes two hours of late because we brought on another guest. The editing before I really, when I was really focused on everything being detailed, that would take probably four or six hours. And then you have to send it to, or the guest that I'm with, he, he wants to, to listen because that's a show that we've agreed there's no language on there, no swear words. Now, personally, I would love to do it, mm -hmm. but I'm respecting my, my co-host. Yeah. So there are times where I might drop on you guys, Quasi, at 145, you need to be like, shit. <laughs> so I got to, you know, fix that. I'm like, one of these days I'm going to slip one through. I've always teased him like, well, I'll just slip them through after I, you know, after you say it's okay. But, um, do you, be the, do you, do you beep them or do you just cut them out? Well, we just cut them out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just remove them now. The pajama dialogues, as I, I state, that's no filter. That's my own. And I don't actively say, hey, you got to come on here and just be a potty mouth. But 
the one that I did with my aunt, it's I just say, hey, look, say what you want to say. Now, I will put kind of a uh, statement at the beginning just out of respect to the listeners. You know, hey, this bothers you, yada, yada, yada. But I don't have any other filters. Now, one thing that I've been learning the second year podcasting is not to put so much time in editing. I mean, it's important to get rid of anything that's annoying, but as long as the message is coming across, your listener I don't think is going to beat you up because, oh, they may have heard the dogs bark or something like that. So the other shows, no, I I try and get those things out fairly quick. Uh, I might record for a half hour, an hour, and the the turnaround time. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Harry. I still find myself watching YouTube videos on audio and I, I need to stop that because I, I sometimes get a little too obsessed with oh, it's got to be right. So I'm, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Yeah. That's something I'm learning with uh, my coach as well. We talk about um, like perfect is the enemy of done. Mm-hmm. And so we want to, we want to get to uh, what we call uh, done, done point oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so because it's like we, to your point, we are looking at this with a filter that the listener is not even thinking about mm-hmm. and we're overanalyzing it. And I think we have to have a workflow that allows us to get the content out of the door so we can move on to the next project. And I think we're our own worst enemy and we're, we're so critical of ourselves. So I think it's a mind, mind shift because you have to be okay with it not being perfect when you and, and you're probably the only one that, that knows whether it's perfect or not, but then you have to be like you have to have that inner dialogue with yourself that says, mm-hmm. "Hey, Quasi, this time you know this is good enough." And then over time, I think when you see that that keeps happening and no one is freaking out, and actually you're getting positive comments on it, that right. I, think, I think that puts you in a in a mindset that like, yeah, I'm I'm okay with getting it, you know, eighty percent okay. And the feedback I, I remember last year because I used to use a Blue Yeti microphone. And I was a big fanboy. You know, this is whenever someone would go on the Facebook groups and trash, I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. It's 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 not the microphone, it's you, it's the technique, you know, just ease up. But I, I think over time as I started listening, and actually I said the feedback that I got from some of the shows, there was a gentleman in Canada who's a real good friend of mine, said, Hey, you know, I've listened to your shows and it's on par with some things that I listened to where people you know, they're, they're, they're doing a top notch job with it. So you're fine. So that kind of helped to hear that feedback that, and I haven't got anybody saying I can't hear you, but I, I listen more. I'm like, okay, I want to start taking this podcast remote. And what I mean by that is the, um, one of the shows that I do, I'm going to interview somebody this Friday for the show. And this will give me an opportunity to go out of the studio, so to speak. And with a Yeti, uh, you know, portability and all that stuff. And I want to capture everything. Um, I did invest in a Zoom H6 recently, uh, so now I got the ATR, and then over here to the left, I've got a, a Knox, you know, the the kind of the knockoff version. So now I can take this and go out and meet this person and record. Um, the other cool thing that I like is just being able to experiment a little bit. Uh, I did an episode on, uh, I can't remember which, uh, oh, I have a um, another podcast here called The Vegas Insider, and, and basically the idea of that is, where you know, I live here in Vegas and I want to, or it's called the local spin, I should say, and I, and I want to give people a local's perspective. So if you're going to come to Vegas, you know, what are some cool places to check out? Anyway, we rarely get rain out here and we had some rain. Let me take the, the Zoom out there and record it. So I used the external microphones. It was about seven minutes. And I thought, well, let me do a podcast about that. So I actually recorded something related to that. And someone out of the blue actually sent me an email. 
and they actually had like the, the screenshot of Audacity, and they they were an editor. And my first thought was, oh, this this is like spam. So I actually, being kind of the the, the geek I am, I, I take their email address, I put it in Google, uh, find their name actually in Facebook, and the guy was legit. And it was cool to actually have somebody reach out to me and offer to edit that that episode. Uh, so one of the things that I'm working on is to try to kind of be a, a mentor and I want to give back to the community. This is kind of a long term, you know, project of mine. So it was nice to actually connect and work with folks. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a blast with this and, um, you know, being able to upgrade some equipment without spending too much money. Because that's one of the things you hear a lot of people, say, you know, do I need to spend all this kind of money? And they, they get like three, four thousand dollars in equipment and then they're like, well, how can I get hosting for free? It's like, well, wait a minute. When when you play golf, which is a hobby, do guys and, and girls get a bunch of expensive clubs and go play putt putt for their? You know, they're going to pay the fees for green. So, um, I, I'm really trying to be, you know, get my message across. But but really, my focus also is telling stories and being uh, a good spokesman for this medium. You know, we have the people out there like a Dave Jackson's and a Todd Cochran's and Daniel J. Lewis's that are doing that. Mm -hmm. But one thing I've heard, especially Todd say is, Hey, if you do a podcast, get the message out there of, of kind of the best practice. I mean, they're not saying that literally, but that's what I'm hearing. So uh, I'm trying to do things the, the, the best way, but I'm also trying to have fun too. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's one thing that Lacey said too. you know, get on the mic and have fun. And, and I'm trying to remember that. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, you don't want this to feel like it's a burden, right? And you want it to feel like it, you do want to feel like you're adding value because at some point, if you felt like you were just talking into the void and you were getting zero responses, yeah. you'd be like, yeah. "Well, why am I doing this?" And it comes over time into little thing. It's a in the beginning, it's like a a tweet or a retweet, and then, or and then it, maybe it's an email. And then when you go to a conference, it's people coming up to you and be like, oh, you know, I, I know your show, which is just one of the main reasons every time podcast movement is coming up. Mm -hmm. um, for the past three years, I've always ordered T-shirts and just walked mm -hmm. around with them. And, and the, logo, yeah. the logo is super bright. So I stand out. I'm, I keep having to order more every year. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you going to, uh, can you make it to a podcast movement this year? You know, that's, and I, and I knew as we were going to have this conversation, like crap, because it's so close. The problem is I had to decide, do I invest in gear mm -hmm. or a ticket to go meet folks? And it was tough because I, I was complaining. There's never anything in Vegas, but I mean, Anaheim's like what in our back door, yeah. literally. Yeah. So unfortunately I had to make the decision to invest in the, the, the gear because that's going to help me out more. Uh, one of these days, I, I do want to get to one of these. I, I'm hearing the stories from everyone that attends and uh, just to be able to meet the people that you listen to and, and network and share stories and learn. Uh, I Yeah, so unfortunately, I won't be able to make it this year, but looking forward to hearing uh, what people's experiences are. Yeah, this is uh fourth year, uh, first year. Chris and I were there and uh, that's where he connected with Lacey, I think, too. I think, mm -hmm. that, yeah, in, in 2014. And then there's there's a ton. I'm looking at the wall calendar here. There's LA Podfest here, which is more of a comedy. Um, mm -hmm. Comedians and fans mostly show up. And then PodCon is a new one in Seattle. And okay. That, that's going to be December 9th. Okay. And then, um, yeah, there's a bunch coming up. There's one in uh, Philadelphia that's called uh, Mid-Atlantic. Okay. Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. I'm going to try to get out there, see my parents, and then do a little road trip out to Philly. Oh, nice. To Philly nice. And, and try to get that done. It's around the time of my father's birthday. So try to make that happen and trying to be where podcasters are. And I always, you know, you've, you've heard me say, I always try to add one listener at a time. 
and right. just en- engage people in the show. But it's one of those meta podcasts because it's a podcast about podcasting. So it's it's yeah, never yeah. it's never going to like blow up completely. But it's a nice platform for me to continue to to practice my ability to have uh, discussions like this with people on on a consistent basis. And that's what I love about your show is that, you know, even though it's podcast junkies, I mean, you'll have guests on. I mean, you had what Lee Silverstein on talking yeah. about his cancer network. And even though he podcasts or uh, Glenn the Geek, you know, come on talking about horses. And it's it doesn't matter what the subject matter is for your guests. It's, it's one you know you're going to get a good story at some point. And, and there's also, I think, a science in, in what we're doing. As a matter of fact, if you Google, I think Freakonomics did a podcast. It's called This Is Your Brain on Podcasts. Mm. And I refer to that all the time because I found myself when I got into listening to podcasts, because I kind of came into this late, my watching of TV really started to kind of diminish. I mean, I'll still watch you know, Game of Thrones or sports, yeah. things like that. But, I mean, my podcast player, I don't know how many I have on there. When I walk the dogs at night, the earbuds go in. Matter of fact, another funny story, you know, I would plug the the, the phone into the car, Bluetooth, and listen if I'm going to play racquetball or something and if I have a bit of a drive in town. And I always found myself when I went to the store, I want to continue listening, you know, to the episode. But I didn't have – I have my earbuds that I leave here. So, so I go to, and I can't believe I'm telling this story. I'm sure people here are like, okay, Quasi, you can't say this, but I go to Walmart and I'm like, I got to buy a pair of, of headphones, you know, just some little cheap buds. And, you know, they have ones like $9. I'm like, I don't need anything fancy. Well, then I look down, there's like a bin for five bucks. I'm like, oh, I'll get that. Then I see this little plastic package for a dollar. I'm like, yes, I score a pair of headphones for a dollar. And I tell my friend, Frank, he's like, Quasi, come on, really? I mean, that, that, I know we're from the hood, but you can't be that hood. <laughs> if you needed four bucks, I could have loaned it to you. It's like, no, it's not that. It was like I could. It was the fact that I could get a pair of. So, yeah. I, I actually now, you know, plug those in when I go in. So, uh, I, I love this. Uh, it's, I'm just passionate about it, man. I really, I mean, I was passionate as a nurse, and I still, you know, I, I, although I don't practice as a nurse, I still my license. I think that's where I got this from, that passion, and and that's one of the things that I learned when you get into this. No matter what your message is, if you have no passion, and I and I love what Dave and people have been saying of late. You know, I think that the question is, you know, what's your family situation, what's your health, mm-hmm. and are you passionate? You know, forget gear, forget computers, forget hosting. Those I think are the foundation. And whether I get and, and our numbers aren't aren't big. I'll be honest with you, we're not blowing it up. But whether you get five downloads or five million downloads, if you are enjoying it and having fun, I think your listeners know, and and that's what it's about at the end of the day, at least in my opinion. Yeah, that's so important to keep in mind because if I know that people, when they start, they're glued to those stats, uh, Mm -hmm. the stats page on their hosting Mm -hmm. company, and they're just watching Mm -hmm. it, refreshing it. And some people probably in the beginning are checking multiple times per day, which is literally like watching water boil. And and, and you're not going to see any movement. And um, I think it's just realizing the like like they say when you work out sometimes you know a lot of people obsess over the scale they're like oh how much do i weigh but really what's more important is how you feel and how your clothes fit right so right. with podcasting it's like what <clears throat> what type of feedback have you received you know what you know are people coming you know to, just as, like i mentioned earlier are people commenting or you know how are they engaging with you um otherwise and how do you feel 
as a result of having these conversations with people. Because I, I mean, this is some of the most energizing time for me, just mm-hmm. having an hour face-to-face conversation with another human being. Given that, yeah. I, given that I work from home, it helps a lot too, because I'd, yeah. I'd probably go a little stir-crazy if I just <laughs> was working here all by myself. My wife goes to work and it's nice, and but sometimes you just need that human interaction. And every once in a while, I I, I do miss the, uh, hey, it's it's happy hour on, on Friday. And, and everyone yeah. from the office is like heading out to uh, Fridays or whatever it is so now i gotta work a little bit harder and that's really why i love conferences because i'm like okay that's my those are my coworkers. <laughs> those are my right, right. So that's why i want to go out and meet them well and then but no honestly though when you have worked from home and then like in my situation when you go back into the office i thought oh, it'd be kind of nice there's nothing that beats working from home and that's why i called the podcast pajama dialogues because it's a little interesting backstory i'm like what can i call this name and i also grew up on old school rap i was a big fan of old school rap back in the days and you know, people like tribe called quest far side but tribe called quest had an album called midnight marauders mm-hmm. and there was a line that stuck with me it talked about you know the word maraud means to loot and I wanted to use that name, but it wouldn't work. But then the fact that I do these – usually I do phone interviews or phone conversations. And the reason I do that, I know some people will hear that like, oh, the quality's not great. For me, it's trying to be convenient for my guest. Yeah. Uh, and I do put that – matter of fact, you know, thank you for using the Calendly system or suggesting I use that for mine. And I have put that in there. You, know, you can do a phone. You can do uh, Skype, Google Hangouts, or FaceTime. And so far, the three that I've done have been all by phone. So – it's been a challenge making sure that comes across. So I, I basically just kind of give them the option. But the whole pajama thing was I'm sitting my PJs working from home, and there's nothing that beats being able to get up and your your commute to the office is, what, 15 seconds. Now, the one challenging part is i got to make sure that I don't then take another minute walk to the kitchen yeah. and spend too much time there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of discipline involved. And I, you yeah. know, and I know some people like to actually get up and get up early. I, I do ha- have a morning uh, routine. I, I get up, I meditate, and I have some intentions. And so I'm always up, and we have to give our dog medication. So around mm-hmm. 6 or 6.30, I'm always up. Yeah. Right? So, um, But then there's the idea of like taking a shower, getting dressed, and just coming prepared so that you, when you come into this zone, you're, yeah. in, you're in that work mode. Yeah. How's Disco doing? He's I love too. that name, by the way. <laughs> well, that's one of the things we talk about, uh, this idea that you just pepper your conversation with your daily life and yeah. and i've done even in the in the podcast junkies junkies facebook group and, uh-huh. and listeners who are not a member should join that right away um it's my behind the scenes peek at what's happening i, I don't post as much as i, I probably should but i think i, I got to get out of my element here so i can post but yeah disco's uh our 14 year old yorkie and he unfortunately can't take as long of walks as he used to with us um because he's uh, on so much medication but he's holding up there and He's actually chilling here in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And we have two uh, German shepherds, so yeah. that's <laughs> – So did you say you, you're – are you actively not not nursing? Yeah. So uh, I still have my nursing license. I'm um, actually – my full-time job that pays the bill, I work as a business analyst uh, from home. And I worked in the emergency room for about 14 years. I also did house supervisor. And then I mentioned earlier, I, I – I grew up with computers, and I always wanted to do something, so I basically worked for a company where we consulted and we traveled across the country to install. Uh, so if you ever have been a patient in a hospital, whether it's an emergency room, and if you ever see the nurse or the doctor or clinicians, anyone using the computer system, you know, they're charting in there, that's what I did. I helped install those type of systems. So I did that for about eight, nine years, uh, got a chance to, to travel across the country, went to Puerto Rico. Uh, it was a blast. But 
traveling from home was a bit taxing. You know, the wife hated me being gone Monday through Thursday. And then unfortunately, I had four layoffs in the time that I was in the IT world. I never got laid off as a nurse, but I always kept my nursing license uh, current because there's always a job in the field. So this last layoff that I had, I couldn't find anything. And in order to keep the lights on, I had to take a job back in the emergency room. That didn't pan out too well. I actually did a podcast on intentional grounding that uh, some people may say you shouldn't have put that on there, but it, for me, it was good therapy. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I, like I said, I, I've, I don't think I've ever been to a point where I've been that depressed, and it was mainly because of the work hours, um, the stress. They were paying me good money, but it wasn't worth it. And then I wasn't able to podcast. I mean, that kind of, I mean, that wasn't the reason why I quit, but I, I take this serious. I know it doesn't pay bills. I know it doesn't bring in any money, but I enjoy that. And when I lost the ability to, to, to do that, because I was working night shift and I would come home and I was just done. You know, you work seven to seven. I was doing a Friday, Saturday, I'm sorry, Friday, Saturday, Sunday routine because they were offering us more money to do that. I thought I could do it. The problem is I'm not 22 anymore. Me in Chicago, I would just we'd rock that out, be no problem. Yeah. You know, we we'd go out, go home, and, or actually before we go home, we'd have you know beer and eggs, you know, up in Chicago. But when you get to be in your mid forties, you just can't do it anymore. And then the it's, this here's the other ironic part. I, I mentioned I installed electronic charting systems. When I was a nurse in the ER, we did everything on paper, wow. and we were proficient with it. Now with computers, everything is about. Uh, time and, and, and all these little things that they're doing to make the patients happy. You know, like, well, this is now, it's like, wait a minute, this is not a hotel. People are coming here sick and a lot of other little things. So uh, if you're interested in learning more about the behind the scenes, Intentional Grounding has an episode where, um, I mean, I don't call anybody names out. I don't go with that detail, but I thought it was important to just kind of say, hey, if you're struggling, if you're having a hard time with whatever, you know, and again, obviously you need to have a plan. But and that's the great thing about podcasting is I can share some of my thoughts that I can't do in a way online just with a couple of words. And the fact that I'm in your ears with with your earbuds, it's it's that intimate. I can you you hear my emotions, you hear if I'm being sarcastic, if I'm joking, if I'm being serious. And some of that gets lost on social media. So uh, that just really frustrated me. And I, I tell you, Harry, when I got this job working back from home, my whole outlook and everything was was so much better so you're right it's nice to meet people in, in person but if, if you ever have the opportunity to work from home hold on to it as long as you can <laughs> so i imagine um you have a lot of stories from the er oh tons <laughs> so I, in, in the interest of time i'm wondering yeah, if, there's, yeah. if there's one that stands out and and i imagine that runs the gamut right that oh yeah, from, yeah, from, yeah. From, the, from the ones we probably don't want to share on the show to yeah, the ones yeah. that are somewhat inspiring so well you got <laughs> i'm wondering if there's one that that comes to mind um i'll do both ends one that was kind of I want to say traumatic more of a wake-up call. I used to drive like a speed de speed demon when I was younger. And the first trauma I had when you saw the devastation that occurred to the family, that to me was a wake-up call that I need to get my act together. So that was a reality check. In Chicago, we would have people that would and, – and I, I know there's no filters here, but I'll try and keep it clean. But we would have people that would take devices and put them on certain parts of their body and they would get stuck. And – we had a doctor who was probably in her mid-50s, real nice lady, you know, yeah. just 
and and she had to go in there and try and work this thing off. And you talk about giving her such a hard time. And we would use that, ah, you know, we're just going to rim job you. And it was, it was just all these, 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 I, it was a lot worse, but interesting. You mentioned that I actually have a podcast that I've recorded someone recently. Uh, it's going to be called blunt trauma, untold stories of the ER. So it's mm-hmm. reaching out to ER staff, nurses, paramedics, docs, and getting them to share their stories. And that's going to be no filter. It's going to be stuff that you're like, uh, you, you thought you might, it might happen and it does. Yeah. So, oh yeah, you're right. There, there, there's a ton. <laughs> we could spend a lot of time talking about that. Yeah. It's interesting to have that perspective about the repercussions of the choices you make and mm-hmm. seeing it firsthand day in and day out and seeing like all like the different, uh, strata of of people's life like where they are and like and it's almost like the great equalizer right like money doesn't matter how much you make when when mm-hmm. you're when you're at the er i imagine you just have to treat everyone the same and it's like you know because we all we all bleed red right i mean it's just yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, i wonder if that went through your head or, or or what your thought process was because you have to be so focused i imagine in that moment it, those everything happens so quickly and, and you know, I just have experienced it from the few times I've been there and obviously what you see on TV, but I'm sure it doesn't do it any justice to what happens in real life. Yeah, it's, it was an eye opener. And I, I think one of two things can happen. You can become detached with reality or it can make you appreciate life more. Uh, and for me, I mean, I, I lost my brother back in 99 and I mean, to this day, I actually did a podcast about him. You know, it was his birthday back uh, a couple couple weeks ago. And, yeah, we, we get frustrated with the stuff that comes to the emergency room from the clinician side. But you also realize that, you know, this is somebody's mom or dad mm-hmm. for whatever reason they come in for. And I still have to remind myself I got into this to help people. So although I may not be doing it right now, I still feel that I can do that with podcasting. And, and, and to me, uh, and, and I got that from my mom and, and dad. You know, they were married for a long time, and and you know, dad never beat on mom. He never drank, or you know, none of that stuff. But the importance of just you know taking care of folks. I, mean, I have this personal philosophy: take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I see it with podcasting. If if you're not taking care of your health, as I mentioned earlier, if you're not take if your family is interfering, I mean. Yeah, I spend a lot of time with this podcasting, but I got to make sure I'm there for the wife and for the dogs. You know, until this podcasting pays the bills, <laughs> it, it's you know, unfortunately, still is a back seat. But, but, but I love this. So the ER taught me a lot. Um, we joked around. We were very sarcastic. Some of the things you heard, like oh, that's not really appropriate. But you have to in order to deal with that stress. Oh, I, I mean, imagine, yeah. there's just no way. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. Um, just coming back to that, you're, you're you were talking about old school hip hop last night. As a matter of fact, I went to see KRS One and Slick oh. Rick, and Slick Rick. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah, and exactly. Was, and all my boys are back on the East Coast, so I ended up going by myself, and it was just fun to just kind of chill for a bit and uh, have that. Nice, it, but it's funny, like that reminiscing it just brings you back immediately, like to times and places, yes. that, and nine times out of ten, usually happy memories. Um, the other thing that I was thinking about as, as you're talking and you're talking about the different shows is I, I get the, the, the image that came to mind was that movie inside out. And you remember Mm -hmm. all the, the, there was a different feelings like the cartoon where there's happiness and there's sadness. And so (laughs) your podcasts seem to be like your outlet, depending on the mood or what you feel like you need to get off your chest. 
And yeah, so yeah. like you know, this idea of like you having an intentional grounding and for the listener's benefit, intentional grounding is the name of the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have the, the rant one and then you have pajama dialogues. And it feels like you have this ability to have these outlets for what you're feeling at the moment. And you're like, okay, which one of these podcasts am I going to put this into? You know, yeah. on, on depending on what fits. I'm wondering, was that a conscious decision? Yeah, and then, you know, a psychiatrist might say I have, you know, split personalities. I, I thought about that. But you're right. I mean, like I said earlier, I there's so much that I wanted to share. And as I've gotten older, and, and I'm not going to get into politics here, but that really had a lot to do with some things. I really wanted to make sure that I didn't get, you know, stuck with one thing. Because if I'm talking about sports and there's something that's going on that I have, a th and I also a little opinionated too, I kind of got that from my dad. I just want to have these buckets where, you know, hey, uh, I want to talk about a rant because why are we still using Sani wipes at the grocery store to wipe carts off? When I was a kid, we didn't have that, you know, so I would go into a rant like that. Uh, or I saw one today where, you know, service animals are not allowed in the cart. Well, I'm more worried about the kid who's got the stinky diaper in there that, than a dog I'd never seen. Little things like that because I want to get that off my chest. But the cool thing is with this podcast – this can stay there. So like if I put this on archive.org, so when I'm long gone, the family want to hear me. You know, they can't go to Facebook 10, 15 years from now. The other cool thing too, I'm trying to work on one. I haven't got this done, but I want I want to have a conversation with our senior citizens. You know, the folks that are like our great our grandparents or even older and, and capture them on audio. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to do that. I'm actually trying to get my grandmother to, to do that. She's in her early 90s. And I want to just capture what it was like then versus now, because I think we're all folk. I call it the microwave society. When everything done like right now, and 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 there's a voice there. I think it would just you talk about reminiscing, being able to to hear and and some things that that bring up memories. I mean, you had Neil Galarte on, and when he said DJ Magic Mike, I went immediately back to college in my little golf where I had the 18s in the back and a tube, and I was like, wait a minute, there was. It was a death to the dynamic duo. It's like one of my favorite songs. And it's just the fact that when someone brings that up, it's, it's not only cool that someone else listens, but the memories it brings you back. So that's really what I love about some of these different things is whether it's that, um, talk about technology. Uh, it's, yeah, it's really, just I, idea, I love it. It's this idea of scratching your itch. And if anyone wants to hear your, yeah. your rants, that would be the comfort, comfort, comfortably numb uh, podcast, right? Well, that actually, the Comfortably Numb is the, the politics podcast. And like okay. I said, I, I know some people don't really care too much about that. But if, if you're into that, uh, and, and again, it's just providing you an option. So if you're really into those kind of things, I have a different you know view on politics and religion. I'll leave it at that. Uh, but you can go there. Uh, if you're more into sports, you can go there. I kind of call this a buffet. The fact you can come in, you can fill your plate with only one item. But, hey, if you want some meat and potatoes, you can get into the intentional grounding where we might be a little bit more real in some some episodes. Uh, and Frank, uh, I need to make sure I mention him. Frank Harris, he's my co-host on Sports Chop Block. Uh, we've got a podcast that we're working on called Straight Talk. Uh, Straight Talk on the Rocks, No Chaser, where we basically have been taking emails from listeners mm. and giving them kind of real feedback. So you're right. We, we have the option, and, 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 and this is perfect. So if I have multiple personalities, then I'm not, get, not taking any medication for it. <laughs> Well, one thing you said earlier that struck me was the fact that when Facebook came out and some of these other social media channels, you were on it all the time. 
So yeah. th I get the sense that there's there's this inherent need inside of you to like express your opinion or get your voice out there. And for all this time, it, you were just using whatever channels were available for you at the moment. But I get the sense that you've finally settled into something that really fits like who you are and all the mm -hmm. things that you have to say. Well, it's funny because if if in Facebook, I used to just put everything out there. And this kind of goes back to my childhood. You know, when I was a kid, I would speak my mind and they're like, hey, you need to kind of tone it down. Then I tone it down like, what's your problem? You know? yeah. So in Facebook, I would put everything out there. And then the feedback's like, wait, see, why are you always talking about the Bears? I don't care about that. I'm a Packers fan. So then what I did, and some people may say, well, you shouldn't do this, but, you know, teach their own. I would actually create lists on Facebook based on, okay, I know these 20 people, they care about the Bears. Or these 30 people that care about politics. So I actually was trying to be nice to my my yeah. audience, so to speak, in creating things. Now I've, I've kind of slipped on that. And that's kind of where this, I think, has come over in the podcasting side where it's a little more open. You can see everything. But, you know, hey, I don't want to listen to sports. But, you know, I might want to hear about this, you know, something in Vegas. Yeah, it's interesting because they always say like there's certain topics you don't bring up in, in mm -hmm. when, you're, when you're at Thanksgiving, like don't bring up sex, don't bring up religion <laughs> yeah. and politics. Right. But the beauty of it is we all know that those thoughts are in that family member's mind and we just know that we're not going to go down that path. And this is sort of yeah. the same thing, like have that opinion. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm not going to tune into that to that uh, yeah, station right. so you you know you have like almost like a, i have the, the site up and it's like a visual of like radio stations and you just tune into the one that yeah. you, you feel like you know resonating with well you're like uh the found podcast i mean thank you to your show i found the found and i've been trying to catch up on the episodes and the last one is called found after dark where they were basically showing uh, or reading some of the more adult type theme and he basically says, hey, look, you know, these are going to be some things that, are, you know, don't have the kids around. And, and matter of fact, it's funny. I, I mentioned that because I, I need to contact Davey and say, wait a minute. There's one part in there where you bleep like, like an entire five seconds. But then the rest of your podcast, everything was you just let it go. <laughs> There's just more going to tease them. But the fact that even those kind of things, I mean, we all listen to it. We all say things in the locker room. We all say things amongst ourselves. But then now suddenly on a podcast I mean, I actually did a rant on one of the podcasts about this whole thing with uh, copyrights and swearing and, and, and iTunes being explicit. I mean, I understand that. I get it. You know, sometimes society has whatever reason said we have to do this. But it just, I don't know, it just seems when I go out and to, to the store and kids are yelling at their parents or cursing back at each other, but then I have to put a message on my podcast. Mm. If this bothers you, you know, like, yeah. come on, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah at this point, I think... Uh, if they're regular listeners, they'll find out very quickly whether they like your style or, sure. or they don't. So sure, time flies, huh? Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is great. I'm telling you, fucking Johnny Carson, like, uh, time for break. <laughs> um, back after these commercial messages. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's always funny when I hear podcasts that are adopting the radio form. And they're uh -huh. like, okay, we have a quick break now, and then they do a commercial, and we're back with Quasi, and yeah, and yeah. It, it's a bit jarring for me because I feel like they're trying to shoehorn a format into podcasting, which I don't get that it's, I don't think that it's meant for that, and I'm a pure yeah. podcaster, not a radio guy, so yeah. you know I can't relate, and I understand this idea of having a transition back from a a ad read, you know, right. which is what they're thinking, but right, um, I guess it, for me, podcasting is such a on-demand medium that I I don't care if the episode is four hours long or five minutes long. If I like it, you know, to Dave Jackson's point, he talks about this all the time. 
I'll listen to it and I'll just pause it, you know, wherever I get to. And I'm just, okay, I got to pick this up later. Yeah. And like you said, I always have headphones with me wherever I go because that's like a, a podcast junkie's nightmare, not having a pair of earbuds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I took you're, a you're right. I took a trip down to San Diego on the train, two-hour train ride, and I didn't grab my earbuds. And it was like 5.30 in the morning, so it was super dark in my in my <laughs> house. And I got on there and I was like, no. <laughs> and I, to your, I, that's why I was laughing when you said you were looking in the in the bin. I got to this the terminal, and I it was one of those just regular Amtrak terminals. I'm like, do you happen to have earbuds with like a microphone? And he, they yeah. had them, and it was like ten bucks, fifteen bucks. Yeah. And so, yeah. so now I just keep like I strategically keep things in all places like where I'm going to go, and I try not to move it from those locations. Like uh, charging cables as well. Like mm -hmm. those are notorious for traveling and then disappearing. So I just bought like four or five. I'm like, this is the one for my office. This is the one for my wife's nightstand. This is yeah. the one for my nightstand. And then just make sure that you just don't move them. So, that's well, that's why I'm I'm interested to see what happens with the iPhone and the Note 8. Uh, I used to be a huge iPhone fanboy, you know, yeah. big time. You know, Android sucks. Now I have a Note 4. But I like the fact that I can keep a spare battery because I hate mm. being plugged to cables. Yeah. But now everything's wireless charging, but it's like it's still hooked up to a cable. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm holding out for the 7SP. It's hard uh -huh. to keep up nowadays. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a little bit painful now because I, I did drop mine, so the corner is cracked. But I'll I'm, there's no point in getting the 7S now, so I just might as well wait for the 7 or the 7, I can't, I can't keep track now. <laughs> yeah, the 8's coming yeah, out yeah, yeah, uh, this so. fall. But I'm, act, I'm actually considering coming back to Apple, to iOS, because of what they're doing with podcasting. Yeah. And I think they're making it so much easier. Uh, there are some things I won't, you know, get into the details why I'm with Android, but I don't know. I mean, I, I like not having a phone payment, but I don't know. I, I like this podcasting thing, too, so I, I may come back. Well, it seems like you're doing a really really good thing with with uh, your your collection of podcasts and i love the the how your site is so clean i'm I'm a big fan of minimal design well thank and, you and so kudos to like what you're doing there and i feel i get the sense that um there's going to be people coming to you at some point saying how did you do this can you give me some guidance because you did it with your own you created your own mini network but there's no reason you can't take this and extrapolate it out into you know someone who wanted to have a unique uh, host for each episode for each podcast, right? And then you could give mm -hmm. them guidance because that's what we all do. Like we 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 learn on our own, and then we implement it, and then we find out that other people actually want to learn what we have to teach. So um, I think that's gonna. I, I kind of see that in your future because I, I think you've done such a great job of it, and you seem to be like such an, a a great spokesperson for podcasting on both sides. You know, as a listener uh, mm -hmm. and, and as a producer. So kudos to you for that. Uh, that 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 means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And like I said, I got so much to learn, and I just want to give back in any small way that I can. Uh, I actually reached out to a couple of folks and put together a plan, uh, the podcast counselor mentor, and working kind of a name. And uh, basically, my 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 plan. I wanted to get into business with this, but I'll be honest with you, Harry. Business is not kind of in my blood. You know, I, I I'm not in sales. I don't think I would do good with that. But I I love kind of pointing people in the right direction. Yeah. So let's just say, for example, what you do. Uh, if someone came to me and said, hey, I would, I would like to do this. Well, you know what? I got a guy I can send you to. And just point them in the right direction. I'm not looking for any – I mean, I said my plan. I'm looking, not looking for kickback, commission, anything like that. It, it's really – I think this is a great medium. And if we can get people into it and 
that's why I think we really need to put the message. Matter of fact, I recorded a podcast where I was pretty critical about the community. You know, you can't be cheap. And I'm like, well, should I release this? Because some words in there were a little, uh, a little harsh. But anything I can do to, to help out, and uh, I'm just having a blast. I really love it. So, so thank you for those comments. That, that really means a lot. So, as a regular listener, you probably know what's coming next. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is the end. <laughs> two, two, two questions. Yeah. Um, what's the one most misunderstood thing about you? You know, I, I think people when they first meet me, especially when I used to work out as or in public in, in the office or places, is you know he's kind of shy and quiet. But once you get to know me, uh, and especially if there's some tequila around then my old ER days come out as like, wait a minute, where'd that come from? He just seems so quiet. We're, I, I don't, I don't get that, you know, and I'm that guy that kind of sits in the back of the room. I, I did that in college. I'm just kind of low key. I and mean, when I go to the meetup, I kind of sit toward the back and kind of soak stuff in. But once you get to know me and, and, and we kind of open up uh, totally different person, uh, I, I'm very sarcastic uh, amongst my close friends. Yeah. I've had people to say, dude, you need some medicine. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> So, yeah, I would say that's probably it. Very cool. And something you've changed your mind about recently? Not to be perfect. And this kind of goes back to what we've been talking about, not stressing on editing and audio. I mean, there's there's rules are meant to be broken as long as you aren't violating anything majorly. No one's getting hurt. And that's the cool thing about podcasting. We're not killing anybody. I mean, when I worked as a nurse, lives were on the line if you made a mistake. Yeah. You make yeah. a mistake in podcasting, and eh, someone's going to say something bad, big yeah. deal. You know, your ego might get fractured a little bit. Uh, and, and not to focus on the numbers so much. I mean, you mentioned earlier, you, I'll be honest with you. Yes, I do go on WordPress and see that people are still listening. So that's important. But I'm not going to let that be my driver. Oh, man, you know, I'm only getting, you know, 10 downloads this episode. I got to quit. I'm not going to go on the Facebook and say, what do I need to do? I'm enjoying this. And I think if more people just put the effort and just, just firing up the mic, doing it, learn from your mistakes. Yeah. You're, we're going to make mistakes. Things aren't going to work perfect and just have fun with it. And I think if you do that, your listeners will, will enjoy that. So, um, just, uh, I know it sounds old, but, but, but have fun and not worry about being perfect. Wise words. Indeed. What, what's the origin of the name Quessy? So, uh, my dad's, I don't know if you can probably tell, but my dad's black and mom's white and he had a book of African names. You know, my dad's from, Ohio. that's the first question I get. Well, was your dad from Africa? Well, no, <laughs> from Ohio. I don't know why people assume that, but he had a book of African names and he wanted his kids to have names with meanings. So my brother had a name and he, I always tease him like, yeah, I got the easy one, my sister. So there's Quasi, there's a middle name. I, I won't go there. A, a real quick story. My birth certificate says John Quasey, then my middle name, Hankins. For whatever reason, I don't really know the story behind that, why it stayed there. But when I moved to Nevada, when you get your driver's license, it has to match your birth certificate. Okay. I, I've always had Quasey. I've never, never called it John. So the state now calls me John. So that's mm -hmm. if, if you ever see that, matter of fact, I think I'd have on my about page John Quasey Hankins on there. So that's the story behind that. But Quasey with the middle name, it's Ghana in origin. Uh, some translations will say born on Sunday. I was born on Wednesday, but the one we had, uh, learn from the father, conquer strength and become invincible is the meaning behind it. Well, that's pretty powerful. So that's the story. Right. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would think most people don't have as cool of a backstory to their name as you do. Yeah. But it was painful growing up with, I mean, you got caught me one time in the ER, somebody called me Kiwi. I said, you know, I know it's a hard name, but I'm looking at my badge. I'm thinking, where do you see that? <laughs> Maybe he's just hungry. So, yeah, right. 
Well, Kwesi, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's been really interesting to hear your story. And, and, and I, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a, a super fan. I, there's, a, there's a select group of uh, Podcast Junkies listeners uh, like you, like Patrick, that I just are always uh, one of the first ones to listen to and to give me feedback on the episodes. The, it's interesting, the, the, the thing about the UPS, that was not intentional. Because <laughs> Patrick actually said, hey, did you know you did this? And I didn't. Uh, I don't okay. know yeah. how I missed that. And I know I, I, keeping it real is one thing, but that was way too real. <laughs> but you know, it didn't. Dist- it didn't distract from the message. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. thing. You know, I. I just thought, hey, and you even have alluded to this: the fact that you're just having a conversation with somebody. I mean, I, a couple of times I've had to cough or clear my throat because you, know, you get a little dry, but. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a reality. We're not yeah. being perfect. So I, I appreciate that and respect it. So keep up the great work, what you're doing. I'm looking forward to more episodes. Very cool. And what's the best place for folks to track you down? Real simple. Uh, you can visit the website. It's podwabbit.com, P-O-D-W-A-B-B-I-T. And then Twitter is the best place to follow me, at the crazy wabbit. That's crazy with a K. And I will definitely follow back as well, too. We'll get all those sh- uh, links in the show notes for the listeners' benefit. Thanks again. I hope you have a fantastic day. You too, and thanks so much, Harry. Appreciate it. So I'm, I'm always appreciative of my super fans, and Quessy definitely fits that bill. I was really happy to finally get him on the show, and he's just uh, passionate about everything he does, and you can really sense the energy when we had our conversation. So again, I'm grateful for him uh, for coming on the show, and I'm, I'm really happy with what he's got planned with his network. He really takes all, everything to the next level. So when you look at Pod Wabbit and see what he's doing. Uh, don't be fooled by the the funny name. He's deadly serious when it comes to everything podcasting related, and I was honored to have him on. So uh, if you stayed for the retention hashtag, then you'll need to wait a couple of extra seconds. I want to thank our sponsor again, Podbean, for all your hosting needs. Head on over to podcastjunkies.com slash podbean. We are a proud member of Podcastica. Head on over to podcastica.com to see the great collection of shows. Music is provided by Cedar and Soil. Check out cedarsoil.com. Tune in next week for a conversation with Jay Connor. I've only known Jay, to be quite honest, uh, for about a month, but the fact that we hit it off right away uh, at a local WeWork co-working space just spoke volumes to the vibe I got from him immediately. He's such a solid person. He's got a fantastic podcast called The Extraordinary Negroes. We're hanging out here at Podcast Movement, and we're best buds now. <laughs> it's just funny how sometimes podcasting can allow you to make connections if you just put yourself out there. And I was giving a talk there um, a little bit about uh, podcasting for that community, and, and he listened, and he came up to me afterwards, and then it ended up being that he was going to come here as well. So uh, that's going to be a really fantastic conversation. Uh, so tune into that. So the retention hashtag is going to be PJ Wabbit. And so uh, as a nod to his pod Wabbit network, it's going to be P-J-W-A-B-B-I-T. That's the retention hashtag. So tag myself, podcast underscore junkies, and uh, tag Quessy at the crazy Wabbit. <laughs> he certainly has fun with these uh, handles. It's uh, the T-H-E-K-R-A-Z-Y-W-A-B-B-I-T. Tag him on Twitter. And let us know that you made it this far. So thanks for all you do. I'm incredibly appreciative. Uh, if you haven't downloaded yet the free PDF, it's podcastjunkies.com slash eight tools, which is a list of all the cool tools I'm using to launch the show. And if you're just getting started, that should help you as well. Thanks for everything you do. Headed back to the conference to mix and mingle. Hope to see you here next year.
or in about uh, half an hour if you're listening to this. <laughs> Have a fantastic week. 